Okay, so um, we remember the last yesterday we we had paragraph Gimel where the where the where the Chazanish contrasted um, honest bitachon, real bitachon, which is only manifested when you're in a challenge. When there's a challenge, so then there is uh, uh, the the opportunity for real bitachon, um, as opposed to false bitachon, where a person can talk bitachon, bitachon, bitachon until a conflict arises. For example, a competitor, and then uh, all of a sudden everything falls apart, and he's running around trying to stop the person, and of course it leads to Lashon Hara, Machlokas, all kinds of things. So now he's going to make a contrast between authentic bitachon, false bitachon, and somebody with no bitachon. So hagmula mekuvelanu mehalot hadvarim sefer. He's alluding to a problem one could raise. Why are you talking about this, Chazanich? Why are you making, you know, you're, you're being so critical of the people who, who compete improperly. And yes, they're hypocrites. But why are you making such a big deal? Does, does Klal Yisrael need more uh, 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 accusations of, of improper behavior? So he says, When we actually publish the condemnation of these people. These, these hot things come and basically slap us in the face. We want to understand the, 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 the condemnability, if you can, I'm looking for a good word. Gnut is something that's condemnable of false bitachon. We want to show how false bitachon is is worse, as he's going to say in a minute. The fake bitachon is worse than no bitachon. The imam nam shlilata bitachon machsor ben nefesh hamaskelet. A person who has no, no bitachon, so his intellectual spiritual side is missing something. He has a spiritual deficiency syndrome. He's missing bitachon. He has a bitachon deficiency. And it's almost because the Chazanish connects having bitachon with your level of emuna. So if you lack bitachon completely, it means there's a big hole in your emuna, and therefore you're missing a fundamental principle of Judaism, which is emuna. But there's a worse sickness than the deficiency of emuna, which leads to no bitachon. What's worse than no bitachon? Bitachon mizuyaf. Hypocritical, fake bitachon. Remember, he talked about in the previous paragraph, the guy who talks bitachon, bitachon, bitachon all the time until he's confronted with a tough situation that really requires bitachon, and then all that talk of bitachon just melts away. That's what he said in the earlier paragraph. Uviot haziyuf shlila muchletet. So, we have the person with no bitachon, and we have the person with fake bitachon, says the Chazanish. So the person with fake bitachon is, also has no bitachon. So haziyuf shlilat muchletet, the fake bitachon is a negation of any bitachon. Ve'en lehazayfan motar al hasholeo, the fake bitachon guy has no advantage over the guy who negates bitachon completely. But you know what? There's damage that gets caused by the guy who fakes bitachon, which asher hamishulal nakimehem. 
the person who lacks bitachon, he's innocent of the negative things that accompany a fake bitachon person. Why? Ki ha-mishulau, mishulau a person who doesn't have bitachon, he denies God's control over the world. He says, I got to worry about myself. I can't rely on God. So he has no bitachon. But hazaifani, but the person who fakes his bitachon. So A, he's mishulau mi bitachon. He's lacking bitachon. Umechuyav beziuf. But he's also liable because of his fake. Hamishulau lo yamshich acharav chanichim. A person who denies bitachon, he says, look, I got to worry about myself. God, you know, you can't rely on God. Maybe he'll even say something along the lines of God help those who help themselves. But he doesn't promote bitachon. He doesn't claim to have bitachon. So nobody's going to learn from him. He doesn't have students who are going to learn anti-bitachon. He just doesn't have it. But ha-zaifan ma'amitamidim chanichei aziv. But a person who claims bitachon, so that looks very commendable. And people are going to look to him as a role model. And then when they see how he behaves, the one who denies bitachon, he doesn't cause a chilol Hashem. He says, I don't believe that God controls. But the person who is hypocritical and he claims bitachon, but behaves with no bitachon. Let's go back to yesterday's story. But when this person has been talking bitachon, 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 and then a competitor opens up down the block, and all of a sudden he's in a turmoil and he's making machlokes, and everybody realizes, hey, Mr. Bitachon, I see you don't have so much bitachon. So then, omrim ploni shlamad musr, Uh, This is a guy who was a, he was talking bitachon all the time. He's teaching us bitachon and we have to bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and God controls everything. And now all of a sudden, you big Baal Musr, look how you're behaving. How ugly are his efforts to undermine his competitors. So that makes it much worse. So the Hasanish is saying that this person who talks bitachon and then behaves anti-bitachon, is much worse than a person who just denies bitachon. Okay, so that's in paragraph Dalit. Then we go to He. Ve'achem. So now, midat bitachon kinyan halev. Bitachon is an, an emotional acquisition. It's, you've got to feel it in your heart. It's a serenity that has to accompany Challenging situations. Umiteva haboteach beemet, a person who has real authentic bitachon, that's nealechet. He goes very modestly. Lo yishmami piv kihu mina botchit. He doesn't bro- a real babitachon. He doesn't broadcast that he's a babitachon. It's just part of his inner spiritual world. And gambili bo, if he's a real babitachon. He's always worrying. Person who has real bitachon always realizes that I I don't have it as good as it should be. I'm always worried. Maybe it should be a little better. Again, you got to be careful, of course, not to be too compulsive and too self-critical. And and that's part of the Yetzirah is to make you think that you're no good, right? That, that, That you're always no good. It's a very fine line. 
the Yetzirah can get you coming and going. The Yetzirah can get you because you think you're so great. And of course, then that's a, that's arrogance. It falls into the Yetzirah. But the Yetzirah also gets you, and Abraham Tversky talks about this a lot because of his promotion of, self, of self-esteem, is that the Yetzirah can get you by convincing you that you're nothing. You're a piece of garbage. You're a lowlife. You're so, you're just a sinner. You're no good. So the problem, of course, is that that opens the door for the Yetzirah to now tell you, so what can God expect of a lowlife? So what can God expect from somebody who has no bitachon? So you got to be careful that on the one hand, you appreciate that you have bitachon, but you're always worrying, looking to amplify it. But that's going to manifest itself in an emotional serenity that you know that you're in God's hands. Well, well, well you see, you've got to appreciate that you have, a, you have bitachon and you always want to build on it. I like to, uh, to say over what I heard from Revolvi more than once, how he, how he said over from Rabbi Yerucham, the Mashgiach, is that a person when has to know what he needs to fix. What are his deficiencies? Well, what, are, what are your chisronot? What do you need to fix? But, and then Revolvi must have heard it literally from the way the Mashgiach said it. But oi vavoy! Woe to the person who doesn't know the tremendous positive qualities he has. Why is that so important? So Tursky would say it's important because you need self-esteem. But Rabbi Rucham said it's important because you got to know what tools you have to fix the things that are broken. If you think you're a nothing, then you have no tools. I'm, I'm powerless. So you you got to know that you are a Balbitochon and that manifests a certain emotional serenity. And you, But you're always worried, I, but there's got to be a way to do it better. Barak l'maaseh, telua imo bitochon v'otzma bo yitbarach. The bitochon is part of him and it's very powerful. And therefore, here we're going to open up the door for tomorrow's shir. Lo yechat im chanut. So if he's a real Balbitofen and somebody opens up a competing store down the block, not only is he going to try to undermine him because he knows Parnasa comes from God, but yishtadel od lazor He's going to help him. L'takno be'etzatova. How can I help you avoid all the mistakes that I made when I opened up my store? He's going to try to help him. He's going to pay attention how he can fix it and do it better. How much sanctity, how much kedusha, how much holiness is added in the world when olam lirod isho karotimo. That the guy is going to compete with him, and I'm helping him, and I'm doing chesed. What a kiddush Hashem! What that's that's a person who really walks his talk. That I'm a balmidos, I'm a balbitachon, and I'm only looking to do chesed. And of course, chesed doesn't just mean you know a poor person or somebody who needs help, uh, you know, babysitting or meals. No, chesed is to help my competitor succeed in his business. How powerful, how praiseworthy is this person? I, I'll just use this as a parenthetical opportunity to uh, say over the correct translation of the word ashray that I heard many times from Moishe Shapiro. And unfortunately, it's not re- re- uh, reflected accurately, in my opinion, in the English Sidurim. The word ashray doesn't mean happy. The word ashray means praiseworthy. The word ashray means stable and solid. Okay, and, and the Rav Shalom Hirsch talks about it like that, and the Maral talks about it like that. 
and that's what the that's what that's what uh, the Chazanish is quoting here. Ashrev, he is praiseworthy, right? Kamu Ashrua doesn't mean made him ha- made her happy. It's a pray, it's praiseworthy, it's strengthening. So Ashrava Ashre Doro, how praiseworthy is the generation that has a person who, instead of undermining his competitor because he's nervous that the p- competitor is going to take away um, a business, he helps the competitor set up a business so that he can also have Parnasa because it's not going to be on the cheshbon of my Parnasa. The Yitron or Min HaChoshech, Yitron HaEmet Min HaSheker, everybody understands that there's an, that there's a, pri- that there's a, um, a preference there's, there's a, there's a, 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 that or is much better than Choshech, Yitron or Menachoshech. Everybody understands that there's a Yitaron of Emet Menasheker. And we have to understand that there's a Yitaron of Bitochon Amiti, Mi Bitochon Mizuyaf. That we have to realize also how much everybody understands there's a dialectic, there's a polarized difference between Emet and Sheker. There's a polarized difference between Or and Choshech. And we have to appreciate that there is a polarized difference between honest bitachon and fake bitachon. Because as the Chazanish said, fake bitachon is worse than no bitachon. Right, we'll just get started. The next paragraph is going to really bring it to Lamaisa about a, about a behavior. And um, the Chazanish has a unique answer to a very problematic question that lots of people ask, and the Chazanish's answer, I warned you on the first day, we're going we're gonna, to uh, have to um, undermine a lot of conventional wisdom. I'll leave you with the question so you can think of all the answers you've heard, and then tomorrow we're going to see the Chazanish's answer. The problem is Yosef. Right? Yosef was thrown into the pit, and it says, yamim. We, he was at the, that the, the HaKadosh Baruch who added an extra two years onto his prison sentence, because he asked the Sar Hamashkim, Zachreyu, please remember me. And because of that, he was given an extra two years. And everybody asks the question, what, 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 that was his Ishtablis, right? Everybody knows the famous story about the, the they're going through, and we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at this. They, they're, they're going through the, the town. There's about to be a huge flood. Everybody has to evacuate. And they're going with, with bullhorns. And everybody, and the neighbors all start evacuating. And somebody says to one guy, why aren't you evacuating? I don't need to evacuate from the, from the storm and the flood. God will take care of me. And the storm comes and the water is rushing through and the cars can't drive. And he goes up to the second floor of his house where the water isn't. And there are boats now because cars can't drive. And the boats are going through telling the last, uh, the last people who didn't evacuate, come and evacuate. And they call out to him, get on the boat. He says, I don't have to worry. God's going to take care of me. And he goes up to the water's raising and raising, goes up to the roof. And now the boats can't go. There's a helicopter, drops a ladder. Listen, Buster, this is your last chance. Please grab the ladder and come. I don't need to get on that ladder to the helicopter. God's going to take care of me. And the water comes, rushes over, and he drowns. Gets up to heaven, and he goes in, and they say, God, what happened? I trusted you. I had so much bitachon. Why didn't you save me? God says, what do you mean I didn't save you? I sent the bullhorns, I sent the boats, I sent the helicopter, I tried to save you. We'll pick that up tomorrow.